0: This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 132, My Life with a Narcissist, Is Your Ex One? Part 2, by Marcy with lovesagame.com. And I'm Joss Marie, your host and personal narrator. Happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Edition of Optimal Living Daily this is the show where I read to you from some of the best relationship blogs in the world every weekday, free of charge. Today, I have part two of a five-part post from a guest author on lovesagame.com that captures firsthand what it's like to date a narcissist. And while this article is lengthier than any we've ever featured here on the show, we decided to share it with you over the course of a week because it's a very popular post on lovesagame.com and has hundreds of comments. Also, if you'd like to get in touch with us about anything regarding the show, or if you'd simply like to meet other like-minded people, join our Facebook group. All you have to do is search for Optimal Living Daily in Facebook and request access to join the group. Or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com Facebook. But first, let's hear part two of this post from lovesagame.com and continue optimizing your life. My Life with a Narcissist is Your Ex 1, Part 2, by Marcy with lovesagame.com. One time after probing, he admitted that he had changed towards me, but offered no explanation or a valid reason why. He made me feel like I was going crazy, especially when I caught him out in a lie. In fact, he would often say things like, you are insane, or you were always looking for problems." Or if that's the way you feel about it, let's call it a day. Or you have no idea what you're talking about. Or don't you trust me? Narcs are very subtle liars. They simply omit information and say things like, "You took it out of context" or "I never said that." A few more classic examples are, "You read into everything I say and hear things that are not even there." Or, "The reason I never told you the truth is because you always react just like this." One of my best was, but I told you, when we both knew, he never did. So yes, he made me feel like I was insane and was suffering from short-term memory loss. And all this made me paranoid, distrustful of him, insecure, sad, out of control, fearful, drained, lethargic, and vulnerable. Awful feelings to have, especially since I was never normally like that. He just became a lot of hard work and was high maintenance. I felt that he was not putting any effort into the relationship and that I had to do all the hard work to keep us together. The only thing I was 100% sure of during this devaluing stage was that I loved him even more. Now, that is insane, isn't it? And so, I carried on like this, even though there were so many unanswered questions and concerns I had. Deep down, I knew things were not right. But I could not put my finger on the exact problem, though. He created smoke screens, and I so wanted to trust him. So I kept trying to behave, and in the process, I neglected my job, never met up with friends much, refused to go out at night in case he made contact with me. My personality changed. I became an introvert. And worst of all, I became complacent. It was okay to be ignored. It was okay for me to do things I would never normally do, even It was okay for him not to call or to go out of his way for me. Or it was okay for him to disappear from time to time. It was okay for him to forget my birthday. I also made up excuses for him in my mind to make myself feel better. I lied to myself that it was not his fault, or that he has so much to deal with, or that he has lots of stress. The bottom line here is that he conditioned me to accept his bad behavior and not to question him or show how upset it made me that he did this to me, Because he was normal, and I was the insane one with unreasonable demands. So, I ended up turning a blind eye and pretty much suffered alone. I allowed my boundaries to be bent, I allowed him to overstep the line. He once said to me, Why do you allow me to abuse you? Would you take this from anyone else? To which I answered, No, I wouldn't, and it's because I understand you and love you. I was his perfect supply. What I found was that as long as I was submissive, made his life fun, praised him, and gave him all the attention without expecting or demanding anything in return, things went well. The moment I started to express my dislike of something, disagreed with him, or if I expressed my own opinion that may not have coincided with his, I became a threat to his perfect world of control. The breakup, dealing with the aftermath. That's when he went cold on me giving me the silent treatment. I was cut off and abandoned. He ran away, disappeared, which is the only way a narc knows how to deal with this, and also his way of punishing you for noncompliance. With a narc, it's all about him, his day, his life, his ambitions, what he is doing or going to do. He feels he is entitled to constant attention without having to invest anything more into the relationship other than the initial time it took him to suck you in. Why? because that's what he wants. That's what he expects. And the worst thing is that you have to tolerate his indiscretions and his unacceptable behavior. Of course, this is an unrealistic game to play in the real world, and I started to realize that that was all it was to him. A game. To add to the confusion, he would come back days or weeks or months after having disappeared, telling me he loved me he did say, I will always come back because I just can't stay away from you. But I figured out that it is not the kind of love normal people are familiar with. He was looking for unconditional love but was totally incapable of giving it back in return. He wanted his needs met but didn't give a damn about what I needed. He loved the way I made him feel and he loved the way he made me feel, desperate and needy and stupid, because that puts him in control. So you may be asking, are you telling me he never loved you and never had any real feelings for you? Yes, of course he had real feelings for me, but they sure as hell were not love. After my research on narcissists, I learned that they only love to the extent that they are able to love. I say this because love does not use people, love does not abuse people, love does not devalue people, and love does not discard or abandon people and toss them to the side like rubbish. I, the dumpy, was devastated, and emotionally, I had been reduced to a mere zombie of my former self. I immediately started researching everything and anything on relationships men who just disappear, booty calls, will he come back to me? No contact, how long would I have to wait? What must I do? Etc. Every day, I learned something new. But the articles, although very valuable and informative, just didn't quite fit his profile and or our situation in its entirety. To be continued. You just listened to part two of the post titled, My Life with a Narcissist, Is Your Ex One?" by Marcy with lovesagame.com. Families have a lot going on. Thanks to Eddie for letting us share this post with you. For those of you who may not know, Eddie Corbano is a breakup expert who helps people use their breakup or divorce as a catalyst to turn their lives around. If you or someone you know is struggling with a breakup, a great start would be to take Eddie's quiz all about how long it takes to heal. The quiz is designed to help you learn about yourself and how you can make the best out of your devastating experience. You can find it right at lovesagame.com heal. And always know that you're not alone in what you're going through. In fact, you can join our Facebook group to meet other like-minded people who may be facing similar challenges. To join, just search for Optimal Living Daily in Facebook and request access. Or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com Facebook. And that's a wrap for today thank you so much for listening. And I hope to see you again tomorrow for part three of this post from lovesagame.com, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more